How much time till we're on? Get you on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Oh, yeah, baby. How exciting is tonight? I know it's not the wonderful sport of... Rugby league. But it's AFL finals kickoff yeah, tonight. Yeah, I don't care what's being played as long as it's finals. I don't care what code. I just want to watch it. And I've got to say, Woogie, and hello, listeners, for hello, a Thursday Scots. night. Um, I'm really excited about no rugby league on Thursday night so I can watch the AFL. Now, this is the first time AFL finals have been played on a Thursday night. Is it? Is it, so it doesn't feel like it's normal. So when you talk to the, the, the AFL tragics, mm. they love it. They love the idea of, of finals on a Thursday night. I think the AFL have uh, trumped the NRL on this. I honestly think so. No, I don't think so. I do. Oh, mate, you, the NRL, listen. That's it. The stop, AFL stop had the weekend pro- off last week. Yeah, which, which I, I think, think is it's brilliant. A good, it's a good idea. It's a brilliant concept. And it builds up. Yeah. That anticipation, that nervousness uh, for this weekend. Could you imagine the Collingwood supporters mm. all out on good behaviour for the weekend, just frothing with their tooth? They're the worst supporters on the planet. No, they're not. They, uh, mate, no. have you not sat among – okay, sorry, Richmond are pretty bad as well. But they're dangerous. They're scary, these Collingwood I've got supporters. to say, they're the so passionate. In their day, the Western Suburbs fans. Oh, yeah. At not the West Oval. Tigers, the Western Suburbs fans. At, even at the old Campbelltown. Yeah, right. Oh, that was challenging getting out of there. I remember going to see him play the Bunnies at Lickham Oval with my dad <laughs> once, and I was so frightened. I was actually frightened for my dad. Can I say, we had a CEO at the Gold Coast Seagulls back in the early 90s. His name was Greg Bandiera. Yeah. Very good rugby league player in his day as well. Played in the Sydney comp, and he was our CEO. Now I want you to just imagine a CEO of this day, and zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What CEO would possibly do this if this was they were confronted with this? Round one ninety three, we play West, and we're back at the West Leagues Club after it. Great club, waiting to get on the bus to go hmm. to go back to the airport. And anyway, our CEO is sitting at the table. And this Wests and Suburbs fan just comes up and just starts berating all of us, just abusing us. The King was sitting there. He was the coach, Wally Lewis. He's just berating us. And anyway, the CEO turns around and goes, hey, mate, can you just go away? Mm-hmm. The, the guys are trying to have a quiet drink. And he said, who are you? And he, the CEO stood up, grabbed him by the shoulders and headbutted him. Oh, wow. <laughs> and just dropped him. That's a CEO of a, of a, of a, a Sydney or New South Wales Rugby League club. That's who I'd want to play for. Yeah. Steve Mitchell would do that from the Titans. Oh, no, he wouldn't. Yeah. Steve Mitchell, the he head can, He can handle himself. What other CEOs in the NRL do you think would probably drop a headbutt on See, someone this who's... Is, we shouldn't be talking about CEOs after what happened in Newcastle this week. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's cool. He let's, shan't be doing that. No. Mm. No, no, no. Let's not encourage bad behaviour mm. amongst our CEOs, all right? Hey, listen, uh, obviously that breaking news about an hour ago, and it's the curse of Scott Sattler. Sean Johnson is out of Saturday's game against Penrith with a calf injury. Is this an old man injury? 
I mean, Reynolds has struggled with it yep. at the Broncos. Expected to be fit to play well, it's only in tightness. finals week two. They said it's tightness and flew over to Australia tonight, this afternoon, late this afternoon. Did a session over in uh, in New Zealand. So um, they, they've probably just erred on the side of caution as well. Well, they've got the double chance, Scott. Yeah, exactly. If they, win, yeah, if they win, they get a weekend off. They go to Eden Park yep. for a grand final qualifier. Penrith beat them. They still get a home final next week. So it, it's – well, this is what happens when you you have a really good regular season. You get the opportunity to make these decisions on your key players. So He's just picked up uh, the Warriors player of the year. You've interviewed him on stage. Bang, he goes down. Yeah. it's the, You're a curse. Two old men. <laughs> what, Reynolds or you and him? Both he and I. Uh, two old men. So old man talking to old man, calf injury. Yeah, bang. bang. He's, you know what? He's 33 on Saturday. On it his would have birthday. been his birthday. Yeah. Oh, now he can get on it while he's in Australia. Yeah, at the Leagues Club. Panthers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. World of Entertainment. <laughs> That's right. He can see the photo of Scott Sattler on the Reactor wall. Reactor one. Hey, are you, do you still, like, block from going in there? Is that guy, the doorman, let you in No, nah, life member now. Oh, are so you? I got the gold card. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Trevor, SJ, only a week, they're thinking, as okay. Jace just said. It's going to be next week. Um, 0457 736 736. We've got a stand-in producer today because Daddy's, um, Daddy's off for four days. Yep. I think he's going back to doing some DJing this week. DJ well, you know, he was, a, he was yeah. a DJ. Yeah. So Sam, uh, who's just a footy nufty and unfortunately a Roosters supporter, yeah. I did ask him that in his job interview. Mm. I said, here you go for when you go Roosters. I said, okay, time And he go. follows GWS in the AFL. No, he doesn't. Doesn't he? He follows St Kilda. Oh, he does too, yeah. You're, you're a people person. I was only talking so to him like, about that about <laughs> an hour ago. But but uh, where are you, Sammy? Sammy, everywhere, every time I see Sam at work, all he wears to work are footy short sats. Yeah, I know. I, he's a man close to my heart. That's all, how old are you? 21. 20, how uh, high is your voice? <laughs> Jeez, that was sorry, I got excited. I yeah, had to yeah, jump sorry. in. Sorry. So, but you, oh, mate, do you have anything else in your wardrobe other than T-shirts and footy shorts? Well, at 21, you can't afford anything else. It's oh, a good point. Yeah, that is good. But I've got to say, when I was 21 and I, I think I had about $500 to my name. Yeah. I wore footy shorts and budgie smugglers everywhere in summer. Budgie? What? Oh, Yeah. What? Budgie smugglers everywhere. I used to have this fluoro green pair. I wore them everywhere and footy shorts over the top of those. Yeah, right. So did, would you wear and double the, pluggers? Would you wear the budgie smugglers without the footy shorts on most occasions? Oh, yeah. If I was just in summer around the beach or the pool, yeah, budgie smugglers. Oh, right, okay. Day. I thought you meant, oh, I'll go to the supermarket. I'll tell you, you what, I think I, I think I was the first player at Penrith to wear budgie smugglers because they all just wear footy shorts. <laughs> you know why I, I couldn't, I can't wear, I couldn't and still can't wear budgie smugglers. Yeah, I can see that. It's like a chiclet. <laughs> mm. Hey, listen. Yep. Do you, you wear those footy shorts? So you're single, no miso? No, no Jeez, not if, currently. If daddy can find a miso, I'm sure Sammy could. Yeah, true. But would you wear, would you dress like that if you're going on a date? I mean, you've been on dates, I, right? I have, and I've worn footy shorts on those dates. What? Is this why he's in? What did what the girls say when you turn up on a date in your footy shorts? I mean, shorts? if you're going on a date in the middle of summer, you're going to wear jeans. That's my logic. In the middle of summer? No, you don't wear jeans in summer. No, yeah. no, you get sweaty. Or, or denim pants or long pants or denim anything pants. like that. <laughs> what is, well, see, I don't know what people, what normal people are supposed to wear on dates. So, but have you ever, you've worn your footy shorts on dates? Yes, I have before. Have you ever worn leather chaps? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have leather chaps. 
Would what, you, you reckon I should? If you had a choice of a denim jacket or a leather jacket, what would you wear? That's a good oh. question. Yeah. I ask all the hard-hitting questions. Leather yeah. jacket. Just wow. go the full Tom Cruise. What are you, Cruise. the Fonz? <laughs> what are you? We're aviators. Do you know well. who the Fonz is? No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. Hey, um, all right, I'm going to throw it out there. Mm. I, I, I reckon he's the only bloke in Australia, the mm. only bloke who would wear footy shorts on a date. No, I disagree. Really? Oh, yeah, there'd be plenty. There'd be plenty. Absolutely. Mate, you wore footy shorts when our boss was up from Melbourne. Danger would wear footy shorts. See, no one, on no one warned me about that, though. So what? Okay, so I, I wore Sam long was pants up. for the first couple of weeks of the job. Did you? Yeah. And mm. then um, I, wore, I wore long pants in the job interview. And well, then, thank, thank you yeah, for you, trying. You are welcome. <laughs> and then I, 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 after footy one weekend, I, um, I came into work and I, I put the long pants on, but I had really, really bad chafe. And I remember telling <laughs> Raiden, the producer, that. So I ended up putting shorts on and I haven't looked back. This is where you and Woogie would get on really that's, well together. That's it's where that he's chafe. been working for us for about a year. But yeah. is, that, is that why I saw talcum powder all over the place? Possibly. Right. Can you... All right, I, I got, if there's someone else out there who wears footy shorts on dates, surprise me. 0457 736 736. Thank you, Sam. Uh, and if you're a young lady who's looking for a boyfriend who wears footy shorts. He's a good-looking kid, I've got to say. Yeah, a bit yeah. pale, but he's, he's, he goes right. Who did he play footy for? Collingwood Park. He plays footy for Collingwood Park in Brisbane. Okay. And what, what position? Full forward. Back pocket. Back pocket. I just get put on the – my first year of AFL, I always played league, so I ended up just getting put on the, the kid that can run and then trying to stop them getting the ball. So I get about two touches a game, yeah. um, but I can run. Okay. <laughs> so, so well, away from the ball. Self-confess. So, I can run. So what, what position in rugby league did you play, though? Because this will help the young ladies listening to the I, show. I actually played lock. You're right with the, Do you know you if you touch yeah. – Okay, favourite music. Uh, oh, Oasis. If you had to go to a restaurant on your first date, what restaurant would that be? Me and Woogie were talking about it what before sort of KFC. Th- no, no, that's no, it. We oh, went on a date. A real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, we'll go Italian. No, yeah, good choice. Yeah. I like Chinese. <laughs> China, you got to Chinese. Obviously a low budget dimos. Italian, so I can wear footy shorts in there. Yeah, I like him. I, I like the it. kid. He's good. Keep him on. All right. Uh, and the other thing too, uh, should daddy come back? That's the other question. 0457 736 736. No, seriously. Have you ever worn footy shorts or inappropriate clothing on a date? Want to hear from you. Hey, by the way, um, coming up on the show, Matty Ballin, Broncos assistant coach. Uh, we'll go inside the storm and see, uh, sorry, inside the Broncos, see what's happening ahead of their clash against the storm. Uh, Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. They've got the good oil. Um, <clears throat> how much will this loss, Sats, of Sean Johnson, Affect the Warriors. Well, it, it's easy to gloss over it as a as a Warriors player and say, you know, we're excited and we can't wait to get there. We're playing the back to back champions. I've heard Torhu Harris, the the very good captain, um, saying this, and you know, we've got good people that can come in. Their their second grade side is still in the finals. They're playing the Raiders on Saturday, as well. So they're in a good position. But it's the best player comp at the moment, based on yeah a number of issues. He's he's going to be there. Come Dallium not. He's going to be in the final three, you would think. Yep. You would think. So it, it's a huge loss. It's a massive loss. But what it does do is it it um, it allows them to just get him right for next week. And that's why we say the reason why you play really well through that the regular season is the opportunity to to make these decisions on key players. Now, it's a little bit like Kalen. 
if Kalen, if they're in the top four, Newcastle, I'm I'm not sure Kalen would play this week, but they've got to, they've they've got to play him because it's. Well, it's, you want to go straight. You want to, you'd take the risk, wouldn't you, to get through to the prelim? Who? If with, you if if you say the Knights finished in the top four, yeah, and you're saying you possibly rest Kalen Ponga, wouldn't you? T- wouldn't you run the risk to play him this week so you can have the rest before the prelim? Oh, no, because if you lose him, you lose him for the next three weeks, and you do got you you stop yourself a chance of going all the way through. So um, this is why the Warriors have been so great, and so you know what they'd be concerned. They would be they'd be looking forward to Sean Johnson's his birthday, like we said. He's thirty three on Saturday. All the planets are starting to align. Mm. The Panthers don't have Jerome Luai, so you know, be careful about the the Warriors and everyone underestimating them. But now with Sean Johnson gone, mm. it's sort of you know, it tips Penrith heavily in their favour even more now. So but again, week two of the finals, if they again, I'm I'm assuming that if they don't win, yeah, they get through and they go to week two in the finals and over in New Zealand, whether that's Mount Smart Stadium or Eden Park, either way, it will be an amazing scene. And you need Sean Johnson there for that. Double eight, double three. If you're in New Zealand, that's our text number. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Shawnee Johnson? Can you still beat the Panthers? Are you still confident? Double eight, double three. Uh, or our Kiwi listeners in Australia, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Over the years, we've seen the Warriors come to Australia, and when the old McIntyre system, when you come first, you play eighth. Yeah. Well, they've come to Australia, and remember they, that famous game they beat them at Melbourne. They beat Melbourne yeah. at Melbourne at the old Olympic Park, which yeah. is a horrific ground to play at, really difficult to win at, even more difficult to win at in the finals, and they beat Melbourne. So stranger things have happened. Absolutely. Uh, Kyle Flanagan looks set to join Dad Shane at the Dragons. Yeah, I saw that. It was only announced today. So it's always it's on the cards for, for probably a couple of months now, and... He, had, he didn't have a good finish at the the Roosters, and he hasn't had a great finish at the Bulldogs. I, I, and he, he will go to the Dragons as just, what as a backup, maybe just to be a bit of a utility. I think he's a, I think he's more of a hooker than a halfback. Uh, and but probably, at best, he's a he's a backup. He's not a first grader, Cole Flanagan. Well, he's a first grader, but he's probably not in your first thirteen, unless injuries. But he, I mean, I got. I don't s- think he's a bench. I got to say, you know, there's a lot of people on social media saying nepotism. You're just getting a son a job. But at the end of the day, he he is a is a good. I think he, he'd be a very good backup hooker. If you got injuries and you need someone to um, fill in for four or five weeks, and a good part about him, he can kick goals. So I know they got a good goal kicker in in Lomax, but in saying that, he, he'd be a good backup for the number nine. You'll, you'll play most of the year in New South Wales Cup unless there's an injury, right? Yeah, absolutely, possibly, yeah, yeah. And they'll get him cheap. But that's what you need. The strength of your your club is your underbelly. Yeah. So you've got to have those players from sort of player 19 onwards. They've got to be able to step up when asked. Warm-up segment on the way as we go through the games. The NRL finals uh, this week and also AFL finals. We will look at those, by the way. Uh, it's not lost on us that we have a Brisbane team and two Sydney teams in the AFL finals this year, which is great. Mm. And a nice nice uh, a sprinkling of – there's four Victorian sides. Of course, Port Adelaide, uh, the other – interstate team. So that's a good mix, having four and four. We'll go through that a little bit later on as well. Off the text. Uh, Rooster Muzz. On my first date with She Who Must Be Obeyed, I wore footy shorts, a flannel, and black double pluggers. What? Yeah. Are we doing that's what tonight? Class. No. Well, what's... We, can, we can do what whenever we want. Well, I just, 
I just, um, I'm surprised Rooster Muzz has a miso. Mm. That's, that's a good point. Hey, Rooster Muzz, we noticed that you sent Joel and Fletch about 18,000 texts to Savo. Just about, cut it out, mate. About Rat Rogers having a shower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And about my slip-up with, um, um, uh, about Dick Johnson last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we won't go into that. Um... Stranger Things, text from New Zealand. Stranger Things then, win without Sean. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It it, it can work in your favour as well because you go in with this siege mentality and you have to change the game a little bit because as uh, J-Dog has said, Sean Johnson is a massive loss. He's been their best player by a country mile. You know what? They've still got one of the best front rows in the comp. Mm. They've got a terrifying back row on Murata near quarter. Yep. Uh, they've got a... A very good utility in Dylan Walker. They've got a tremendous fullback. They've got two great wingers. I tell you what, Sats, in previous seasons. Wade Egan has been a yep. really good number nine this year. In previous seasons, you'd write the Warriors off. Oh, yeah, every day of the week. Not this year. Yeah. Don't, well, I wouldn't think they would have had the mental toughness to get over a huge loss like this. But I think they're, you know, I think they're in a really good space. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, it can work two ways. The Panthers will look at it and say, oh, that become a lot easier. I don't think Panthers think that way. For the Warriors, the, the worst thing that can happen to them is saying, oh, it doesn't matter if we lose. We'll get another game at home next week. That's not, You yep. don't want that. Yep. You want to go to the grand final the shortest road possible. Yep. Hey, we've got to go to a break. But before I do this, because you and I had a, a bit of a discussion about this uh, before as well, Brad from Campbelltown has been on the text on 0457 mm-hmm. 736 736. Hey, boys. Yes, Sats. I'm like you. Looking forward to watching the AFL tonight. 100,000 fanatics at the MCG. Nice, cold, Carlton dry. And spaghetti bolognese. Garlic bread. What a great night. And go, you sharkies. Like Al says, stuff you chooks. We are playing at home. Suck it up. Cheers, Brad from Campbelltown. Nice, passionate text there. That's from, great, Brad. Um, how, good's, how good's garlic you... bread with spag bowl? And the old-fashioned garlic bread in the old L-foil? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes cheaper the bread, Not the better it is. Not this garlic pizza stuff. No. No. But and on that cheer barter, that's rubbish. <laughs> you want your hey? What footy food are you having tonight? Well, no, you know what I'm having. Yeah, can you tell the listeners? Big German sausage. <laughs> so, what's the difference between a German sausage and just like a normal Aussie sausage? Four inches. It is because it's the one that hangs out. It's like it hangs out the side of the buns. <laughs> if it's if it's an extra four inches, you usually would hang out the side. <laughs> And does your wife, what? does she enjoy the Australian or the Germans? <laughs> Let's get to a break. She's a, she likes those little Frankfurts, you know, the small ones. That's a, no, let's, let's, no, let's stop. Steve from Dubbo, my joke last night was, that was a good joke. Oh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was a good joke. It was horrible. Oh. Uh, Warm-up segment. Thanks to Reem. It's on the way next. This is Sports Day. Oh. Thanks to Kia and World Gym. <laughs> The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Oh, God, I love this. Mm. 
Welcome back to the show. Time for our warm-up segment. Thanks to Reem, except nothing less than Australia's best Reem. Just a couple of texts we want to clear out of the way, first of all. Guys, that finals game, one versus eight, Warriors versus Storm. Yeah. I had a 10-team multi-bet riding on that game to click 10K. Last leg riding on the Storm, but, gee, still hurts. Yeah, that's from New Zealand. Tell us where betting you're against, texting us from. Betting against the Warriors. Yeah, from New Zealand. Oh, but everyone, that one versus eight, that McIntyre system, it was a horrible system. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Now, uh, Peter in New Zealand as well, mm-hmm. ending in 712, asked the young fella, does he get a second date when he wears his footy shorts to the first date? No. I've got to say, footy shorts would be big in NZ <laughs> in summer. It'd be big. Yeah. Yeah. Around the bar, because it's all about family and barbies in New Zealand. I'm sorry. Fireplaces. There'd be a lot of footy shorts and a lot of double pluggers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Kent from Mermaid doing some good gear tonight. Kenny, mm-hmm. I love eating German sausage, but it gives me the worst farts. Get it? Worst? Oh. As in W, oh, it doesn't oh, matter. Uh, gents, way too much sausage talk. Sorry, Michael. Sorry. Here's a man who loves a good sausage, don't you? Uh, Glenn from Newcastle. Hello, Glenn. You like sausages? I do love sausages, mate. How did you know that? I've just I finished a few just a little while ago. Oh, Thanks very go. much for asking, mate. No worries. What's happening? Hey, Chats, how are you, buddy? I'm very good, Glenn. What's um, going on? Mate, first of all, I want to thank my next-door neighbour, Pete, yep. for coming in last night, and he reminded me to watch Hard Quiz. And it was great to see Hester with her specialty uh, segment of uh, late-night shows. Why? Why? Why, 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 no, no, why, no, why? He's, he's got a good opportunity every time. My biggest concern for Glenn is he doesn't listen. Now, who gives a stuff about Hester? No, but if he comes in hard, we always say come in hard, come in short, oh, make it succinct. My head hurts. And he gets through it. If he gets through it, he gets an esky. But, don't, but don't, <laughs> he's ringing back again. No. <laughs> Go and have another sausage. Broncos Storm tomorrow night. Brisbane haven't beaten the Storm. The hoodoo since uh, round two, 2009 at Suncorp Stadium. Pappenhausen in the 17. When will we see him on the field, Sats? Depending on the scoreboard, uh, if it's very, very close leading into halftime, I think they leave halftime go. And I think maybe seven or eight minutes into the second half. If the scoreline's starting to get away from Melbourne, I think they throw him on before halftime. Just to roam or in, in a position like fullback or... It's going to be interesting. I, he's really played his he's played his cards hasn't played his cards close to his chest at all, Craig Bellamy, because he's gone. Well, he's going to go out last week, and he played seventy odd minutes. And the week before, he just played in the middle. He played a little bit at, in the in the halves last week as well against the Broncos. So, I don't know. I, I I would suggest that he's just going to play around the middle somewhere, and just be when you've got both he and Nick Meaney hovering around the field. Double threat. Okay. Uh, yourself, Gary Freeman, and Drury Forbes calling that game yeah, can't wait. tomorrow night at Suncorp. It'll who, be heaving, Caxton. Who wins? Oh, the commentary box will be heaving. Uh, who wins? I'm I'm going to say the Melbourne Storm by two or four. You're also calling this game Saturday afternoon on SEN League, Penrith versus the Warriors. I can't wait to get to the Lower Blue Mounds. I love it out there. Great spot. Beautiful. Very comfortable. Straight to Murray sandwiches. Ugg boots. No. Too, it's getting too warm for Ugg oh, boots Yeah, good now. point. Smelly feet. Who wins? Well, Pen- I, think I can't see Penrith. With no Sean Johnson now, I, I think 
I think Penrith win this. Sharks Roosters Saturday night at Shark Park. Good game. Connor Tracy named at fullback despite a dodgy hamstring. Well, pretty the, good. Pretty good replacement. Will Kennedy ready yeah. to come back in? And and I think I don't know. I'm. I don't think Joey. I mean Joey Manu's had that issue with his hammy. I don't know whether he he'll be up. He could be, but just uh, his sheer presence. I've got to say, if he's out there, um, but if he's got a hamstring injury, even the slightest of strains, it's usually two weeks to be safe. I'd be very. I'd be. Yeah, I, I'd be surprised if he plays. Like I've said the last couple of days, we I think Tedesco has the ability to do exactly what Jane, Jared Hayne did in two thousand nine with Parramatta. I, he's a better player than Jared Hayne consistently, and he's come into the finals in a really good mood. No, he has yeah. been. And now you got Sam Walker there. Luke Keary's playing well. Uh, Brandon Smith is is Brandon Smith. He's always a threat. So and they've got Angus Crichton coming off the bench. I mean, that's a strong side. So. Yeah. I love how Royce hunts the front row for the Cronulla. He goes, oh, I'm really filthy. I don't get to go head-to-head with Maria Hargraves. That's awesome, isn't well, it? Well, leave out JWH. Here comes Lindsay Collins. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I'm on the Sharks. I think the Sharks at home will win that. And I don't think the Roosters were convincing last week against the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs were disgusting. Mm. And the Roosters did enough to beat them. Um, I, I like the Sharks at home. And I think the Sharks are having a pretty good run at the moment as well. Final game, Knights versus Raiders, Sunday afternoon, uh, McDonald Jones Stadium, 29,876 will be there. How good is it when the they do the drone shots of mm. the regional, like the suburban grounds, like Man, Penrith? It's so good. And they do um, you know, Leichhardt and especially McDonald Jones. It is just a beautiful stadium. Yeah, They're great fans. And I think the Knights... I think the Knights will win. Uh, the Raiders will – I tell you what, the Raiders will go really well for about, I reckon, 50 or 60 minutes. I just think a Too healthier night side. Now, just on Kalen with that, that AC injury, I've had one of those, exactly what he had, mm-hmm. exactly the same way where you, you clashed with the opposition. Oh. And I think, he's got a, I think he's got a three- to four-week period before it starts affecting his game. And what I mean by that is you can take needles. There's not a lot of work you can do in the gym to keep your strength up. And – when that's when you when you're not doing that consistently because of your shoulder injury, I reckon it's three or four weeks. It starts affecting your game because you're losing a lot of your strength. So with him, he's got a three or four week period, which is the right time of the year to to actually have that injury. If he's got to got to have any injury, he's got a good a good little window to to make a difference. Uh, pretty easy nights. I don't think it'll be easy. I think nights will win by eight. All right, what do you reckon about Sats' tips over the weekend and our Dom thoughts? Dom Young, yep. Lockie Fitzgibbon, yep. anytime try scorers. Okay. Yep. I remember you win some and you lose more. Except nothing less than Australia's best and install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going inside Broncos camp. Assistant coach Matty Ballin joins us next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the show. Time to talk Broncos and Storm. It's going to be a massive game at Suncorp Stadium. I think the Broncos, Sats, fair to say, biggest game of the year for them. Um, They've got this dreaded hoodoo against the Storm. I haven't beaten them in about 86 years, I believe. Um, and we talked about hoodoos <laughs> earlier on as well. I don't think it matters. 
It's a brand new competition. How many more cliches can I pull out here? Mm-hmm. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Their mm-hmm. assistant coach, Matty Ballon, joining us now. Matty, thanks for joining us. How's the team ahead of this important final against the Storm? G'day, boys. Um, yeah, no, the team's, team's shaping up really well. It's been a, been a really good week of training. Um, and, and looking back at the whole year, it's been a, been a fantastic year of, of growth for the club and um, just you know, putting the, the past year behind us and, and getting on and, and working really hard. So it's been a really successful year so far. But as we know, when finals start, it's a, it's a new season. So we've got a tough game uh, in the storm and we're looking forward to the challenge. Now, Matty, how did you... you now, you're responsible for the defence of the side. And if you want to win a comp, yep. you've got to be top three defensive sides within the competition. So last year in 2022, you averaged just under 23 points per game. Okay. Not good enough to win a comp. Not good enough to be in the top four. Now you've turned that around in the space of, well, in space of a preseason and by round 27, you're conceding around anywhere from sort of 15 to 17 points. You can win a comp doing that. So you as a defensive coach, how did you change the attitude of your playing group? Yeah, well, number one, Sats was probably um, identified from the whole coaching staff that we needed to, needed to fix our defence up, and that obviously helps your attack. So we've got there's a whole heap of players, a whole heap of people. people. We've got uh, Bruno Farrell, who does all our contact. John Carroll, who does the middles. Um, Kevy's been really big on, on talking about defence, and then I'll look after our structure. So it's a, it's a team effort, number one, like, like a game of rugby league, and then number two, the players have really just bought into the coach's attitude towards fixing up our defence. And as everyone who has enjoyed defence knows, it's all about attitude and it's about working hard. And that's what we've really focused on, just effort areas of the game. And I know everyone uses that term these days, but we broke it down just to different parts of what each player needs to do in their position. And then we make sure it's really clear for what front rollers need to do in defence and what um, halfbacks need to do and what edge players need to do. So each player has a real clear vision um, going into which game, every game, what they do and, and how they go about doing it. And then the other part of it is you've got to hold them accountable when they don't do it or when they do do it. So I think we've been better as coaches this year saying, you know, you did well here, we need to improve this part of our game or we need to do a bit better that part. So the long and the short of it, the players have fixed up their attitude and we probably tried to hold them a bit more accountable. What about the this who do they talk about? Now, I remember when we used to all go as players, Matty, we used to go down to Canberra and the coach used to say, the first person who mentions how cold it is <laughs> will get will get fined. So no one mentioned how cold it is. So do you address this, apparently this 13, 14 years of never being beaten, uh, the Melbourne Storm at the Suncorp Stadium, or you just not talk about it at all? I think if you don't talk about it, it just sits in the background and people are aware of it, but no one wants to say anything and no one wants to confront it. So we, we've spoken about it this week. And in short, we've, we've, we've talked about, you know, what it takes to beat the Melbourne Storm and we've given them, you know, the credit that they deserve. They're a grinding team. They like to slow the game down. They like to push the push the limits of the referee with penalties, with six agains. So we've just talked about, you know, what we can do to, to accommodate that. And, and we just need to play Bronco football, which is... You know, it's holding the ball, it's playing well, it's completing high. It's giving Reese Walsh the right opportunities at the right time. It's Adam Reynolds kicking to the corners. Um, it's Payne Huss and Paddy Carrigan running hard with support through the middle. Um, and that's exciting football, and that's the type of football that, you know, I think back to Kevy Walters and Alan Langer when they played. 
and it's that style of football that Kevy wants us to play now, which is exciting football, it's open football, and it's it's finals footy, and it's really hard to, hard to defend against. So that's what we've focused on this week, um, and we just want to make sure that we go out and play Broncos footy and, and represent the club in a good way. Yeah, that that's pretty important what you say there, Matty. And, and that game plan, Sats, and, and Matty, it sounds so simple, isn't it? What's well, all rugby league is? It's, it's a simple simplicity. game. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. You, and, and you must feel confident too having an old dog like Reynolds leading the team around the park. He's been out for a couple of weeks with a, with a dodgy calf. Is he, I'm hearing he's not at 100%. Is he, is he getting around all right, the old bloke? Yeah, the old fellow is getting around really well at the moment. He's, um, he's had a couple of weeks off, like you said. And, and like you said before, he is just such a calming influence on all these sort of younger fellas around the side. Him and Kirk Capewell have been fantastic coming to the club you know, last year. They just provide a calming influence and they're so diligent in preparation and then on the, on the game day, they're just so calm. And, and then you, you, know, you mix that in with Ezra Mann, who's young and exciting, Reese Walsh, Paddy Carrigan and, and Payne Haas, who, who have just been around for a little while now and played for their country. So we've got a real good mix. Um, and each person and each player knows that they bring different things to the side. So that's all Kevy asked them to do, bring their best, their best game and uh, we'll be good if they do that. Matty, we spoke to Johnny Carwright at the start of the season. My question to him was, which player through the preseason have you? do we expect to see a, a huge improvement from just going away in the World Cup, the experience they had? And he said, I'll oh, wait till you see Paddy Carrigan. Now, we've seen the season he, he's at. He's one of the best forwards in the game at the moment. But there's another player that flies yep. under the radar a little bit, who I've just seen mature so well over the last, uh, the last 27 rounds, is Ezra Mam. He's become a real pocket rocket for this side, hasn't he? He's fantastic, Sats. He, um, last year when he came into grade, um, I was a bit unsure of him. Like just because just he was so young, only because of that. you know, I knew he was always going to be a first grader, but Kevy had this confidence in him when he first came in. And, and ever since then, he's just come on and leaps and bounds. And, and like you said, um, from the start of this year to where he is now, especially defensively, I think halves, young halves are particularly tested defensively. Um, and, and Ezra has just fixed up every part of his defence that he can do. You know, he gets off his line really well. He gets up and puts his body in front of tackles. He's just a real tough young competitor. And, and like we said, he's only 20 this year, and he's just got – he's had so much improvement in him, and he's got so much further to go that he could be an amazing player for the Broncos for a long time. So Ezra's had a great year, and it's credit to him too. He's worked really hard and, and – and, Putting a lot of effort and time in the off-season and, and the season, and he's getting the rewards now. Now, um, as a coach, it's always difficult to tell players that they can't play, especially in big games. It must have been a tough selection decision for Kevy and yourself and, and Johnny Carrot and co to leave Corey out. But Jesse Arthurs, he's, he's done nothing wrong, has he? No, Jesse's been fantastic. Uh, like, like all our players. And Oatsy's Oti, been great for us whenever he's played as well. It's... Um, it's more that just, I guess, Ochi's missed a fair bit of time this year through injury. Um, and Jesse's come in and, and done a really good job on that left wing. Um, he combines really well with Herbie and, and Ezra there. Um, and he's just a just a real solid and calm. Anyone who knows Jesse, he's a real cool, calm cat. So he's very good under pressure. And um, he's done a fantastic job this year when he's played there. I really feel for Ochi. Like he's done, done a really good job whenever he's been there. He's just been... been um, Inconsistent, I guess, through injury, and that's the only thing that that's let him down. He just has that enough time out of the left wing. But um, but Og will continue to work hard, and he's had his 
this week he's been great at training. He's always been around the boys and positive, and and no matter how he's feeling himself, he's known that the, the Broncos club is the most important thing this week, and he's he's been great for um, for everyone at training. Who'd name their kid Herbie? V Dubbo. I like the name Herbie. <laughs> I like the name Herbie. <laughs> it's a bit rude, Sats. Watch his space. Watch his space, Maddie. In the future, yeah, into his forties, there may be a child. His name will be Herbert. Yeah. Oh, is this breaking news? Yeah. Is this breaking? Well, I didn't uh, know that. Please. Hey, um, um, <laughs> mate, listen. Before we let you go, what about what about the coaching team? You, Cardi, um, Kevy. I mean, how are the Diamond Dogs of the Bro- Brisbane nah. Broncos going? That they're not the Diamond Dogs. Well, they'd have another name for them. The old fellas. Yeah. Oh, what would they be? The Diamond Broncos. Yeah. I tell you what, it'd be a very good social. It'd be a very good social team. If 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 all seventeen teams had to take their coaching staff yeah. into like a, a drinking game, yeah. I've got to say the Broncos would be minor premiers. Oh God! <laughs> I reckon. I reckon we got the best coach in that regard, and that's Alan Langer. <laughs> Alan Langer is the best. The best coach you could have uh, for the social scene. He's, he's great uh, off the field, and he's great on the field, and you know I think that's what the Broncos was built around, just mateship yeah. and and. Like Kevy and, uh, and Alfie, um, they just they just know how to create a good environment, and and, and they've done that this year again, and they know how to have fun, and that's a big part about footy. You got to be yeah. serious at different times, and then have fun at other times. So it's been great, mate. It's been a big turnaround in the Broncos in the last couple of years to finish top two is a great effort. I mean, you must be able to feel it too. Brisbane is absolutely buzzing this weekend. Good luck against the Storm, Matty Ballin, assistant coach. Thanks for your time. Cheers, boys. Thanks heaps. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. I noticed uh, Steve spent on the text. Sats wanting to know if we're doing one or two hours tonight. Tonight is our last one-hour show for the footy season. Really? because Yeah, because we're doing... Uh, we're crossing straight after this on SEN and also on the Super Radio Network, uh, the Pies and Melbourne live from the MCG. I have to change my, my dinner nights. Thursday night's usually my, can we do an hour, usually. Yeah. Um, it's my pizza night. So starting next Thursday, sports day uh, for summer mm. uh, is a two-hour show. So two hours, Monday to Thursday from next week. Uh, by the way, too, yes, NRLW is on tonight as well. Thank you for that, Rooster Mars. It is, yeah. It's, uh, what, Sharkies versus Dragons. Mm, so that's on as well. So if you're not into your AFL, you can watch that tonight. By the way, I just want to give a shout-out to Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Let's have a look at the AFL finals. We'll whip through these. Collingwood versus Melbourne at the MCG tonight. This is going to be an absolute, and I'm going to use the word, corker. I'm just looking uh, online at the moment. They've taken a photo outside the MCG mm-hmm. for this game, the people lining up. It is, it is absolutely bedlam. 100,000 expected at the MCG tonight, and we'll have live coverage of that on SEN and the SEN app or our Super Radio Network listeners, you'll be going to that game as well. Pies or Melbourne? Well, well we're not massive. I'm a, a, I think I think the uh, Melbourne Demons. My heart says Melbourne because I can't stand Collingwood. How's yeah. that sound? We'll go with that. Mm. The mighty Sydney Swans. Good work, uh, New South Wales AFL. Two, the two teams in the uh, in the finals this year, the Swans and GWS. Swans take on Carlton Friday night at the MCG. What a game that this is. Both teams have had some pretty good form coming into this game, and they will be at full strength, Sats. 
Uh, Carlton won nine in a row before round 24. Six for Sydney plus a draw. Many would say that's a good thing. You can't stay up for so long. No. I've never been a big fan of that. If you're up, you stay up as long as you can. You make a real statement if you continue winning games leading into finals. Now, you're a Vossi fan, but you're not on Vossi tonight, are you? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, oh, no. I'm a Swans boy hate, all the way through. You're, not, you're hating Vossi tonight. <laughs> no, I'm not. He's not playing. He's just yeah. doing his job. Uh, that game as well on the SEN app. Look out for that. Go the Swannies. Uh, St Kilda versus GWS at the G on Saturday, the early game. Uh, good luck uh, to the Giants again. Um, they won nine of the last... 11. Yeah, just quietly. Yeah. They've quietly just, you know, got in there in seventh spot. Um, uh, Brisbane versus Port Adelaide at the Gabba Saturday night. What a massive game. It's a, the the town of Brizzy is absolutely humming Mm. with the amount of footy that's going on. Imagine if both are on grand final day, same weekend, AFL Saturday, NRL Sunday. I'd love to do that trip. Go down to Melbourne Thursday night, grand final parade Friday. Grand final Saturday, fly to Sydney Sunday. Who wins? Oh, I think Brisbane beat Port at the Gabba. I think so. If it wasn't at the Gabba, I'd, I might have to toss a coin. If Port Adelaide win this, look out. Rooster Muzz says it's absolutely <clears throat> peeing down in Melbourne. It's going to be a close game. Mm. Uh, Trust Red Energy's Aussie team to look after you. Call them today for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Uh, don't forget to buy my tiles. is giving away a trip for tour to America's Footy's biggest game with over $70,000 this trip. Of course, this America's biggest game kicks off tomorrow. Does too. Lions up against Kansas City Chiefs. You can see Patrick Mahomes kiss his wife on the sideline before oh. the ball's kicked off. Oh, shut up. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before <laughs> November 12, and you're in with a chance TC's applies. Good luck to the uh, Aussies tonight as they take on South Africa in the first ODI. They should win it easy if they don't. If they don't, mm-hmm. we have to look at the selections. I think the team's a bit old. Go the D's. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the cricket. I'm talking about the demons. You can catch that game. I think it's 9 o'clock tonight on uh, on Fox Cricket. So lots going on. Sats. I'm going home to my German sausage. <laughs> well, it makes sense you wouldn't have it on you. Its name's but Fritz. Can't wait for Suncorp tomorrow night. Cannot wait for Penrith Stadium. Massive weekend. Saturday afternoon. Good luck, mate, calling those games. You and I will be back with Sports Day on Monday night. Bye, everybody. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment.